0: With the Dakshinayan in progress, that is, sun's movement from north to south and monsoon setting in most part of the northern hemisphere, we think it's apt to have an episode on the bountiful rain. We will discover how mythology has shaped rain in the Tamil language. But before anything else, I recall my childhood during the rainy season. Just when the rains commenced and there was no one keeping a vigil on me, I used to rush outdoor, get wet, jump in the puddle of water and splash water here and there. And then some elder, usually mom, would see me doing this and roar at me, pull my ears and drag me back indoors. Those were the time when my world, was still simple and innocent. And as I grew up, the rains started to evolve for me. I started to smell the soil. When the first drops of rain fell, lightning and thunder became nature's light and sound show. I also noticed the eruption of life forms from the parched soil and felt the cool drops soothing the body it started to make sense why rain has been the centerpiece for so many poems and classics rain had become an emotion in my life i am certain that rain has a significant stop in your memory lane we would love to hear your stories please share it with us in the comment section and now Let's return to the episode's theme, Mythology Shaping Rain in the Tamil language. If we travel to Tamil Nadu, a southern state in the Indian subcontinent, we will hear the words Muthu Mari, obtained number of times during the monsoon season. The word Muthu Mari means raindrop, where Muthu means pearl, And Mari is an abbreviation for Mariamma. But what is Mariamma? Rather, who is Mariamma? In the Dravidian culture, Mariamma is the Mother Goddess Supreme, the curer and protector of people from diseases. She is considered to be the one who keeps ailments and pestilence at bay. An interesting trivia is that in these northern regions of the Indian subcontinent, there is a similar goddess known as Shitala Devi. Both these goddesses have a three headed demon at their feet, whom we know as Jwarasur, literally translating to the monger of ailments. Legend has it that this fever demon was born out of Shiva's sweat and is responsible for causing fevers. Mischievous as he may be, he was vanquished by the goddess and the people were rid of their suffering. A riveting anecdote also prevails in the Hindi language. In Hindi, Jwar means fever while shitla translates to soothe or cool. So it kind of makes sense that the goddess who vanquished fever or Jwar is named Shitala. It is absolutely mind-boggling to realize that a few simple words like Muthumari and Jwar have such deep-rooted mythologies associated with it, is it not? Such interesting stories further make us believe that the influence of mythology just does not transcend physical boundaries, but also transcend time. These mythologies have influenced our lives and will continue to influence in the future, albeit in different ways. Namo Dhayam,